Hello, guys. Uh, we just want to get the intro done because we just want to get straight to talking about this movie we're talking Absolutely. about. Absolutely. Because uh, we're very, we're very, very, very interested to talk about a film that oh, well, I saw today. You saw a few days ago. So if you did, yeah. Yeah. So hello, I'm Daniel Freelos. I'm Ria Ali, and this is the 2325 film cast. But this isn't, this isn't going to be a full podcast, but we're going to do a review. No, we haven't kind done of an old review format. Yeah, we haven't done a film review since <laughs> like we've done like three. Yeah, exactly. sorry. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like because we you know years ago we did our Blackwater Abyss review, we yep. did our Vigil review. This is more akin to one of those. It's going to be a half really hour, much? 45 minutes. Yeah, not I mean, too in depth. I would add that to the Samurai Cop review I did with Bradley. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, because yeah, that, that was a full one. length. Yeah. But that was coupled with your actual podcast yeah. you did with him. I mean, yeah, all the reviews, yeah, yeah. we we record about an hour's worth and then I like, shorten it down to 40 minutes because, you know, we know you guys have lives. Yes. Um, yeah. Unlike us. <laughs> so we, you you guys are busy, so you can't listen to us. You can't nope. listen to two uh, people saying that they did that they thought Chaos Walking was awful. No. We understand. Um, um, but basically, guys, uh, the film we're going to review today is... Top, Top Gun Maverick. Everyone here is the best there is. Who the hell are they going to get to teach us? Captain Pete Maverick Mitchell. Let me be perfectly blunt. You are not my first choice. You are here at the request of Admiral Kazansky, AKA Iceman. He seems to think that you have something left to offer the Navy. What that is, I can't imagine. With all due respect, sir, I'm not a teacher. Just want to manage the expectations. What the hell? Good morning, aviators. This is your captain speaking. And we are very, very. Danger zone. Good old Kenny Loggins. Yeah, boy. Doesn't sound like a singer's name. I was listening to the song on the way to the screening. I was like, yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And then, then, you know, not a spoiler, but the film starts off with the song. The intro is the same, but not in a bad way. Yeah, it's not shot for shot, but it's pretty much exactly the same. It's the same, same, but it's a good, it's a callback. Same font, same. Same, same music, same 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 introductory introductory score. Yeah, wonderful stuff. It's really re- um, okay. Okay, really quick before we let's do what we always do when we review something. Let's. Um, sorry if I sound a bit slurred and a bit drunk. I'm actually fine. I'm just a bit. You're, it's just you're, late you're night. drunk on pizza and Pringles. I'm drunk. Yes, we had. A, we've got a lot of food over there, <laughs> but uh, <coughs> I'm just a little bit tired. But no, no, no. I can still do this. Be nice, late. Um, you can do just Dan. And also my mouth is dry because I just ate. But uh, I have some more. You haven't. Soon. You're, you're oh. acting like you've been in a jet and you had about ten G's put on your body. Ten G's. Ten G's. Yes, the Z- G force. <laughs> what, what do you call? What do you call it? The G. The G force. It's G force. It's G force. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not the movie about guinea pigs. I mean no, the actual no, G force no, directed by Hoyt Yateman. I mean the actual. I've, I've mentioned that before. I mean the actual <laughs> uh, G force that you feel when you're in a jet. But. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's as in depth I'm going to go on that. But right, basically, right. guys, um, T- Top Gun Maverick uh, is the long awaited sequel to 1986's hit 80s film Top, Top Gun. Gun. Yes, directed by the late Tony Scott, uh, Ridley Scott, the brother of Ridley Scott. And it's really quickly, let's talk about what we thought of the first movie. It's really, really fucking fun. 
I really love this movie. movie. Uh, yeah. It's a it's yeah. a very personal a personable movie to me because uh, my mother loves it, and then I was mm-hmm. like, "What the fuck is this movie all about?" And then she was mm-hmm. like, yeah. "Oh, I used to grow up with this movie. It's so good." And then we would watch it. And she bought it on DVD, and then I fell in love with it. And then so we got it. I've watched it so many times. It's on Sky yes. Movies, and it's in yeah. restored to glorious like 1080p, 4K, whatever it is on Sky Movies now. Yeah, and yeah. it's great. It really mm. for me, it holds up. Yes, it's not the best movie yes. ever, but it's no, no. very, it's very. It's okay. one of the most fun movies. Ever. It's very fun. The characters are relatable. The story's easy, and it's, a, and it's as hell. And it's a real well. The genre is a bit different from Top Gun Maverick. It's a romantic it action drama, whilst Top Gun Maverick is an action drama. Yeah, thriller, action drama, something thriller, like that. I would yeah, say. yeah. Now there aren't many thriller elements in the original, but yeah. the original is very, very fun. Yeah. It put Tom Cruise on the map. It's as eighties as eighties films yep. can get. Great soundtrack. Oh, very memorable soundtrack. Yeah, mm-hmm. one of the most memorable of the time. It's it's very very fun. Yeah. So this not, film, not perfect though. No, 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 no. It's 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 silly. It's got it's got its campy moments. Mm-hmm. It's got a very long, uncomfortable sex scene, but you know, whatever. Um, but basically, um, it does. <laughs> well, it's not, it's not that bad. It's implied mostly. But yeah, it's, but for sure. it's a little bit. But you could tell sex scenes were different back then. Uh, it was basically just you know, sort of softcore porn, really, when they were doing. Yeah, films. it's just silhouettes of like yeah. you know naked people and spit and that because it was very it was yeah. very. You know, very intimate, and I didn't. I, yeah. We have a lot of synths as well. Oh, that's how it all was. We're at Top Gun Maverick is the long, well, it should have been the long-awaited sequel, but it's actually the long, long, long-awaited sequel mm-hmm. to Top Gun. Uh, it was meant to come out in May 2020. It's been delayed by a whole two years, and it was one of those films, one of the first films of the pandemic that got delayed. And it wasn't delayed like, oh, we're going to delay it till November 2020. It just got delayed. Like, they be- were like, indef- sorry? sorry? I'm going to correct you on that. It was initially supposed to be scheduled for a 2019 release. Was it? July 12th, 2019. Oh, why did it get delayed? It uh, was delayed by first by efforts to shoot several complex action sequences. Oh, and then right. hit by the COVID pandemic and then scheduled conflicts. So, oh, yeah. okay, right. But then yeah. I'm, I've, I've heard from Mr. Tom Cruise himself. He told me, he told me, he told you, yeah, yeah he told my me. mate Tom, um, yeah, my mate Tom, yeah, my mm-hmm. mate Tom Cruise, you know, Cruise, yeah. Cruise, Tom Cruise, Cruise boy, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, of course, show yeah. me the money, that guy. Um, apparently, the Paramount have been punching him in the arm to be like, Tom, when we're gonna do Top Gun two for years, yeah, apparently he's been like, no, we want to make it the best film ever. We want to get it right. We want to make sure the technology is correct for the time. Mm-hmm. And good on him. Yeah, fair enough. Good on him. I understand that. Yeah. <laughs> I I wouldn't like it looking like Mission Impossible 2 or 3, to be honest. So I'm glad they actually, yeah. you know, kept they they waited till they could do it. Well, Mission Impossible 3 is all right. I like that one. I haven't actually seen 3, so I don't know why I'm saying that. Oh, the it's good. one I haven't seen. It's two, 2 is not. It's good. It's just the only one that the the mission isn't as impossible. It's quite <laughs> it's quite doable. It's a misleading title yeah. then. I mean, the biggest oh. stunt he does is that he swings from one building to another. And that's even not, that's CG. So it's that's all not fine. very impossible, anyway, is it really? Um, can you set a plot? Can you can you tell us about the plot? Well, I of think I could do it quite easily, I think. Top Gun it's not, Maverick. As, as, as it, okay, so Top Gun Maverick follows Maverick. And basically, so Pete Mitchell, which is obviously uh, Tom Cruise's character, Callsign Maverick from the original movie, and he's now kind of he's joined the naval the naval what the naval aviators, mm-hmm. and he's been he's been doing this now for a long time since the first film. But basically, what happens is 
this naval aviation program is about to get closed down due to, well, my favorite, drones. <laughs> I love drones. And basically, this drone program is going to take over human pilots. So Tom Cruise, Maverick is like, no, I'm going to prove, I'm going to prove mm. that human pilots are still needed. Sorry. So like the, like the Maverick he is, mm-hmm. he, he flies decides the dark to, star. He flies the dark star. And he goes, and he, and he tries he, to get a 10, uh, 10 Mac. 10, whatever, 10 Mac, yeah. Whatever 10 that Mac, means. Yeah. Whatever that is. What is 10 he used Mac? to reach 10. Yeah. That's what he used to do. <laughs> and you know, you know that very quickly. He used to reach 10. Guess what? He reaches 10. But is that enough for Maverick? No. Oh, no. He's like, just a little more. 10.1. And then 10.2. And then boom, it fucks up. He ruins it. Yeah. Uh, and then basically his program is going to get cancelled, but he then gets called back to Top Gun to train their new set of pilots. Yeah. Mid-sentence they... of yeah, him yeah. getting fired. Yeah, literally, literally <laughs> in the middle of him getting fired, he's just like, they want you back at Top Gun. Anyway, go get him. So even the audience are probably like, wait, what? Really? It's literally <laughs> so out of nowhere, but it just, it works. And basically he has to go back, train the new pilots of Top Gun, one of which includes Rooster, who a guy called Rooster, uh, call sign Bradley, Rooster. Uh, Bradley Bradshaw, Bradley A. Rooster, Bradshaw, who is the son of... Uh, Goose. Uh, Goose, who got killed in the last movie. Yes, who so is uh, who is Maverick's... Is wing, it's not wing, a wingman, it's his well, uh, co-pilot. At the beginning he's not. Yeah. Co-pilots. Yes. Yeah. And, ba- and, and, and there's basically a lot of conflict involving him and involving... His resentment of, of, of Maverick for what happened to his father. Who's also played by Miles Teller, by the played way. Played by the incredibly talented Miles Teller. And it, it and, and and you you meet a bunch of colourful characters that they're trying the young colourful characters who are trying to become the new hot shit of Top Gun. Yes. Whilst Tom Cruise is trying to teach them his ways, but also trying to trying to teach them not to be also not how to be like him mm-hmm. how to not be like him because you know he's been in he's endangered people in the yeah. past so now he's trying to teach them to not do that but also teach them to fuck the system as well absolutely it it will defeat the enemy and complete the mission and there's a literal and that's the plot of the movie there's a very simplistic beautiful way that is demonstrated in the film he literally brings the manual of the <laughs> of yes F, of the f-18 uh mm-hmm. fighter pilots uh f- fighter jets that they're going to be flying mm-hmm. and he goes right this is the manual chucks it in the bin in front of him he, he dead poet societies that uh, en- things the enemy it? doesn't have the manual so you're not going to have the manual either what if the enemy does have the manual though? well this unsaid country or enemy oh yes uh of might be which I which coming. I imagine uh, the name of was changed, but quite recently. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they were they were cunning enough to put mm-hmm. a nuclear bunker hole thing, yes. bum hole thing in the, <laughs> in, the, in the middle of a mountainous crevice <laughs> yes. that's impossible to get to by jet. Yeah, yeah, yes. But only Tom Cruise can do it. Tom, only Tom Cruise. Can yeah, because and Tom his Cruise. and his teachings. Yeah, and his teachings, yes. Tom Cruise's teachings. Yeah. His he, teachings are very good. Yes. <laughs> yes. But now that we've kind of outlined the plot of Top Gun Maverick to you guys, I think we'll, before we go into depth about what we like about it, what we don't like, blah, 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 blah. But what did you think of the movie? And then I'll tell you what I thought of the movie. Cool. What did you think of the movie overall? I overall think this movie was bloody fantastic. It's really <laughs> fun. Um, I wouldn't call it... I don't. I wouldn't call it a masterpiece, mm. like I like the Batman was. But mm. oh my god, this is such a return to cinema for me. Like, isn't mm. like you just go into a film, you can switch off and be engaged at the same time. You can be like, uh-huh. you. The story is simple enough. You know what the you know what the um 
the objective is of the characters. You know the characters pretty much like what they stand for, what their motives are. Yeah. Literally in the first two, two three sentences of their dialogue, you yeah, kind of know that. Yeah, lines just explain. Yeah, you know what exactly. You know, yeah. Even it, their call signs kind of say everything about them. Exactly. Really. Yeah, it's all it's, just yeah. plain out and simple. So mm-hmm. you just have to worry about enjoying the ride and mm-hmm. my god what a ride this is yeah. i mean i'll get we'll get onto the filmmaking element later on but oh my oh, god yeah. i felt yeah. like i was in those fa uh, f18s yeah and mm-hmm. the f14 yeah 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 yeah, yeah. not yeah. in the dark star per se because that was the beginning of the Different, movie yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah but oh my god i mm-hmm. felt like i was in the jets um yeah. i felt like the g's were on my chest even though that's probably not how g's work in that way i think but, it yeah. pushes you downwards Push, yeah yeah because they, they so. talk they talk about it, it compresses your spine apparently yeah your head becomes heavier i think and yeah it presses down on your body i think absolutely that's why i'm too scared i would never do it because <laughs> that's what would scare me is the g yeah the g force the g um yeah. i think Definitely. the performances are all great mm-hmm. uh including uh said jennifer Connolly, which um a lot of people have had criticisms for mm-hmm. i think she serves her purpose She's not too overbearing, and I think she's absolutely fine. Not my favourite part of the film, but, and again, she does her job fine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the visuals are great, uh, and story simple. It's just fun. It's just mm-hmm. fucking fun. It's more yeah. fun than the first one. But I think it's got that 2022 spin on it where everything has to be a bit more cranked up to more than 11, probably cramped up to 12, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, mm mm-hmm. And yeah, and it kind of shows off what the original Top Gun could not do at the time, mm. and with a very small budget. The first Top Gun was made for about reportedly like fifteen million dollars. Original. This has got like a hundred and seventy million dollars. Less than I thought. Le- yeah. I thought it was about two hundred something million. Yeah. yeah, I was surprised, but hundred seventy bit. Still high. So yeah. There you go. And it's most well. I'm gonna say like what seventy percent, ninety percent is all practical. Oh, I would say about 90%. seventy to ninety. Yeah, Depend. Yeah, there yeah. is CG in it for think, sure, but. Yeah. Yeah, all movies but do I yeah, all in all, I think this is such a great movie. It's easy to watch. Everybody's gonna love this mm-hmm. from all different ages, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, I have a really good time. It's a rarity to have like a, this sort of experience from a cinema. Mm, that's good. Yeah. Wow. Now, um, beautiful. Uh, and you, yeah, <laughs> you, you you keep very quiet. No, Every... no, no. I, I was just getting you through your thoughts. I was letting you do you do your thoughts and stuff. Yeah, I appreciate no, that, no, but no. Uh... no, 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 no. I, I <laughs> thought the movie. I thought Top Gun Maverick is good. It's very good. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a very good film. I don't think it deserves all the praise it's getting because every review I've seen is just, oh, this is a perfect movie. This is one of the best movies of the year. So many people have put it as their film of the year for 2022. People I know as well. A couple of people from my uni went and said, oh, it's just it's just one of the best films ever. It's just mm-hmm. so good. Worth the wait. And I, I think it is worth the wait. I, yeah. I really, really enjoyed this movie. Please don't get that wrong. I thought this was a really good, fun movie. It just had a, a few, just a few niggling things that held it back for me, but nothing truly met, apart from one... Two major problems. I but we'll know, get on. To I want to know these niggles. I'm really curious. Well, we'll get on to that because we'll talk about the things that work about it because we agree on most of the things that work. Like yeah. we just said, the filmmaking element in this film is practically flawless. I yeah. mean, the way this film is made, they use practical effects when they can. Mm. They only use CG when when they can't possibly do it if mm. it's going to endanger an actor or something. Then again, Tom Cruise seems to like putting himself in danger. Yeah. So who knows? I'm sure he'd have surfed on one of those fucking jets. If he could. <laughs> and yeah. it just and also not even just like. I'm not to talk about effects though. It's also 
incredibly well directed. It is by far the best film Joseph Kaczynski's done. He has done two pretty Absolutely. mediocre films before this mm. uh, and a couple of uh, commercials. But th this is the best film he's done. This has so much to it. I'd like to see him develop a style because I'd like to see him work. And it clearly grandges his thing. Because mm -hmm. Tron, Tron Legacy is a pretty grand film, even though it's pretty boring. And Oblivion yeah, looks I, good. His I, films I, look I, always look great. I can't remember Tron Legacy to save my life, to be honest. It exists. Tron was but, never my thing, but hey ho. I watched no, mind. I watched Oblivion, and I was like, oh, okay, this. It is looks good, but it came out the same year as Elysium, I think. So I. Got, oh, they're very similar. Yeah, I got Oblivion yeah. and Elysium mixed up, but yeah. Oblivion's technically better. Elysium's a bad movie, but yeah. I'd rather watch Elysium because it's more fun. Fair. Because, yeah. yeah, Bolivia's terrible. But, uh, uh, boring. But uh, this is the best film he's done. Mm -hmm. the, the script is it, it's incredibly well written given the kind of tone it's going for. Like, mm. it's trying to go for that 1980s, a bit of that 1980s cheesiness the original film have, but it's also trying to have, it, it has that 2022... Mm sense of realism to but it but it's as not well. overbearing though not overbearing like, even at all, even no. even in the way that they just use technology mm. so like for example tom does have a smartphone he does. but it wouldn't be like overusing it it's just for a uh, a conversation a, a conversation uh, a narrative yeah. device just to be yeah. communicating with a certain character yeah that's it it doesn't we are going to go into spoilers by the way guys so just so you know yeah 18 minutes in 18 minutes um, <laughs> in we are going to go into spoilers so uh, yeah there's your warning if you don't don't want to if you haven't seen the movie go watch it Come back, listen to us then. We might have already spoiled some stuff for you, so we apologise for you. To be honest, like, most people are going to be watching it this weekend anyway, especially during the yeah. UK. Now it's the Jubilee weekend. How's it doing financially? Um, oh, is it doing well? Last time I checked, it was on 300 million. Now it's on 300, no. $321 million. So he's doing very well then. It got, it's only it, been out for a week. It's Tom Cruise's highest opening weekend in his career. That makes me really happy. I think it's about 160 to 190 for the weekend. I just wasn't sure if this would do well though, because because it's uh, one of those long-awaited sequels to an old movie. To so an old you movie know, that not everybody loves, and probably it's a big name. A lot of probably like youngsters like us, millennials who don't haven't really watched the film. Well, I've got to be very honest. I saw the original Top Gun for the first time at university only five years ago. That's mm. the first time ever. I, I, I was very familiar with it. I knew the soundtrack. I yeah. knew who was in it. But I didn't see it till you. We, had, we were studying action cinema and we had to watch Top Gun. And yeah, I fucking loved it. It was the first time I saw it and I loved it. Mm. So, but yeah, that was five years ago though. And that's, that's very recent for me in terms yeah. of when I uh, first saw it. But um, yeah, so a lot of people... Yeah, so a lot of people our age may not have seen the whole film mm. but if you haven't you need to go see it guys it's very very good yeah that's the i'm, I'm glad this is doing well financially because those films that are sequels to old movies like blade runner 2049 for example they tend to never make money they just don't seem to blade runner 2049 bombed like like quite a bit yeah and I, and that was a critically acclaimed film kind of like this but just no one cared I don't know if it's because Blade Runner is no. not a very big also name. Think I don't about know. The, you have to also think about the reputation of Tom Cruise. Like back in 1986, that was like his third film, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, it was mm -hmm. his third film. Mm -hmm. Whereas, you know, he's now become a fucking god in the industry now that he's been actually being considered as one of as one of the last sort of movie stars. stars. Yes, he's a he's a he's a really good actor. He so, is. Yeah, I've seen him. I, I, love, I, I love him in, in Rain Man and um, mm -hmm. A Few Good Men. But yeah, he's a natural, yeah, yeah. genuine star, like you know, that hasn't jeopardized his career. He's very good in so, um, American Made, that film Doug yes, Lehman did. Yeah, yeah. That that's more of a drama. That's yeah, very he's very good. good in Tropic Thunder. 
<laughs> I love that movie. Yeah, he's great in that. Yeah, <laughs> and he was great in Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness that he wasn't in. <laughs> yeah, not true, guys. Not true. He's not in the movie. Yeah, he's not in the movie. Yeah. Well, he actually was too busy, and I don't blame him. He's mm, too no, that guy's seven always right fucking now. busy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the um, the, the film in terms of how it was made is 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 practically perfect. The sound design in this movie. Oh my god. Oh my fucking god. So this fam- I didn't see this in IMAX though, and I was yeah. still really we mixed the tickets up a bit and we were meant to go and see it in IMAX but we didn't and my god I was a little concerned I was like oh dear is this going to be mm. quiet is it going to be there but it was a really good screening with yeah. great great sound design I did have the chance to go watch it in IMAX and oh my god if any of you guys can watch it in IMAX please do if yeah. you do if you I'm if, sure if this if is an IMAX film if, yeah. you're de- if you're debating to pay the extra seven quid do it i swear to god give this film yeah. give this film your money even twice over because it deserves yeah. it honestly it's on a technical it's a technical marvel yeah um, the is, sound yes. design it, it honestly i know some people might be overwhelmed if it's too loud just whack it up it's so uh-huh, great when it's uh-huh. loud you feel everything you hear every single mm-hmm. pulse of the jet engines you oh, feel every yeah. single um uh, you know, when 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 the jets are breaking the sound barrier, you feel the crackles of the metal hitting the the wind. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You feel that shit. Um, I haven't it, felt this kind of immersion with sound design since I saw Dune with the yeah, sandworms. Yeah. yeah. And literally, when the floor vibrated, it felt like they were underneath you and stuff. I haven't felt that kind of immersion mm-hmm. since then. And this was this was so fucking great. And mm-hmm. and and the use of audio panning with like jets flying by on the left side on the right side it's perfectly done mm-hmm. um the, the just the sound and, yeah. and, and, the, and the sound of um and even the sound of radio chatter being kind of like distorted like like intentionally mm. distorted you know not like no time to die you could fucking hear it because it's <laughs> shit yes this actually sounded really cool i was trying to listen to the pe- characters but i couldn't really hear them but it's like that's what it would be like though because there's so much fucking noise going mm. on when you're in the cockpit it literally just feel like you're in the cockpit it's yeah. amazing and that's also helped by the incredible um cinematography yeah which is oscar worthy frankly i think <laughs> it won't get that oscar nomination uh, but it should Cinematography done by Claudio Miranda. I can't say that's a name I'm familiar with. Uh, so bear with me here. He has worked on Tron Legacy, Life of Pi, Oblivion, Tomorrowland, Only the Brave, Top Gun Maverick, Spiderhead. That's going to be coming out oh, this yeah, year. Oh, yeah, that film, yeah. The Netflix film, yeah. And that Robert Rodriguez film that's not going to be out until two, 2115. Oh, yeah, the one with John Malkovich. Yes. Yeah. Oh, really? That's bizarre. That is bizarre. But yeah. do you know what? This is probably, well, this is his best looking film. Cause, um, Absolutely. Oh, yeah, he did The Curious Case of Benjamin Button as well. But <laughs> clearly, this is his most ambitiously mm-hmm. active type of photography. Yeah. And also, there's so <laughs> many, so much variety in shot compositions as well. Yeah. You have all the cockpit shots. You've yeah. got some really dramatic silhouetted shots that kind of yeah. resemble the original movie. And also, you've got some really nicely lit sequences on like the beach and in the and the, the house, lighting the town. is gorgeous. The lighting is but and color grading mo- are amazing. Mostly, it's all mostly done by the sun. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so yeah. good job, sun. Everyone, it, unlike the first film, I, one thing about the first film that I thought was quite funny was everyone looked really orange because mm. of the like the lighting and the, that intense color yeah. correction they did. This looks just right. I think mm. this is the perfect but amount. The first Top Gun was all about magic hour. Um, yeah, you know, magic. Um, can you explain Magic Hour to the people? Uh, the Magic Hour is usually around 
it's usually between three and four, depending on what time of year it is. It's usually about three, three to four p.m. and it's uh, one more, more four to five p.m. in the mm-hmm. summertime. And it's when light's at its softest. So basically, natural light is at its softest. It's really easy to film with that because basically, the problem with filming in the sun is without an MD filter, it's so bright and mm. it can really like you know it causes glare on the lens magic hour you get you get the nice natural sun but you don't get the, the lens glare, yeah which absolutely is nice. yeah, yeah i mean top gun was the original one was just full of that stuff ah yeah it was absolutely all filmed full at, of it that was 2 p.m <laughs> that film may be set at 6 p.m 7 p.m it's fucking not it's yeah. fucking 2 p.m through the whole film 100 it's all about magic hour and yeah. of course being an 80s film as well everything's all very beachy mm. and music music video almost yeah but i mean that in a good way and this one Captures a little bit of that, but mm. also keeping its own style as do well. Do you want to know a fun fact? What? So do you know in the original Top Gun where he chucks uh, Goose's um, dog tags into the sea? Yeah. So apparently what happened is Tony Scott, he filmed that bit from one side of the boat and basically um, the magic hour was happening and he was like to the captain, can you please turn it around so we can just get that one shot? And the captain was refusing to um, allow him to do that. So Would what, turn it round, like turn, turn it round. round the ship physically. Oh, where they were shooting. Uh, so what Tony Scott apparently did was wrote a check for twenty five thousand dollars, and apparently Tom Cruise said it could have been more just to turn the ship around. And he accepted, and they got the shot. And it's in the film. If you don't know, it's the final. It's like one yeah, of the final yeah, shots yeah, of the original is. film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My God, twenty five thousand. That's, nice, that's one of those nice around. silhouetted shots. I like those kind. Yeah, of, yeah, and and they and they do that a few times in this one. Yeah, absolutely. Really nice ones here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, no, that that's 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 the, the filmmaking side of things. Practically perfect. Yeah. This film. It really is. Yeah, um, it really I is. want to talk about the actual characters themselves. Yeah, we've because, got lots of new characters. Um, we here, do because we? Yeah. Uh, Top Gun is clearly so iconic for its characters, and it's um, clearly its dialogue, its cheesy quotable dialogue. You know, mm-hmm. not gonna let you down, Goose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Talk to me, Goose. You're dangerous. <laughs> and all that stuff. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. You could be my wingman anytime. Bullshit. <laughs> you could be my, my wingman. wingman. <laughs> ah, hug. I need... You know I got the need? The need for a speed. speed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. I mean, <laughs> um, it's fucking good, man. It is good shit. So fucking good. Um, so, yeah. We've got iconic things. Obviously, you got... Iceman as well, who returns as from um, played from by Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer, yes. Uh, you in, also... a, in a scene, I think we have to talk about that separately. That bit because it's yeah, a very yeah, yeah. Uh, important part of the movie. Absolutely. Tom Cruise nails it as Maverick again. That's cool. Yeah. He, and, and and the guy hasn't aged since anything. Nineteen eighty-four. He's better as well. He... I'd say he has because he's, yeah. he's come a long way as an actor now. Because that that kind of egotistical teenage lad personas kind of gone here mm. and, and, and that's a character point as well but i also think it's an acting standpoint as well i mean the tom cruise's Absolutely. first film was top gun was his first big movie and he he's an actor who has an ego to him i mean i think actors need that but to, he knows convey, that but he knows that mm. actors need that to convey it into their characters i think and he does that in the first movie but this movie he really he's come a yeah. long way as a character and an actor yeah. it's the movie's he's, aged with him and i think knows that's great he's just got that cheeky smile that can just mm-hmm. pull anybody just 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 grab you know all you want to do is just gravitate towards that man you mm-hmm. know you want to shut up and listen to his crazy stories that he's got to tell yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. yes we've got tom cruise yeah. um let's start off with miles teller who plays rooster rooster aka is, uh, goose's son goose's son now he is uh his performance i mean i've got to be honest miles teller is one of those actors i don't think i've 
really seen him give a bad performance, really. Not yet. Nope. Not really. Uh, even, not even, even, even Fantastic Four, he was bad yeah. movie, but his performance was pretty good. Exactly. He was given yeah. nothing to, to work with. So and he was still him. able to convey something. So mm. there you go. I haven't seen anything bad from him. He is a very compelling character in this because he's not... Well, what I was kind of concerned about was I thought, oh, they're just, he's just going to be a young goose, isn't he? And that's kind of it. But he's not. He is far more level-headed than his father and, lot more, and far more focused. Yeah. Because his father kind of has that, that boyish... Uh, unfocused nature that, that Maverick yeah, has. Yeah, naivety, yeah. That naivety that, that, that Rooster doesn't have. And I think that's really interesting. Mm. He's, he takes this job far more seriously than... His, fa- his father and, and Maverick would have fun with the job and stuff. Yeah. And he's taking it far more seriously. I think that creates yeah. a really interesting well, dynamic. Well, there's that interesting conflict because um, obviously because Maverick... Uh, we re- it's revealed in the film that Maverick does... Um, remove like four years of training for him mm. because which, he feels which, he's not ready yeah he, or he just doesn't want hit well his mother prom, uh, mm. he promised he promised his, his mother, mother or meg ryan meg ryan in the uh, original, yeah he would not be a fighter pilot yeah um, because of what happened to his goose of course yeah but i think and that, 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 that motivates him even more so i think that kind of goes back mm. to what you were saying there's he's far more mm. uh assertive to do yes his role in the, mili- in, as, as a, in the military as, yeah, yeah. And I think that's that. That's what creates such an interesting dynamic with, between him and Maverick, though, because Maver- Maverick doesn't have that um, that fun, you know, adrenaline junkie partner in this, which I think is interesting. Because in the first movie, him mm. and Anthony Edwards were definitely a duo of this yeah. kind of of this kind of fun, you know, loving. They they both love what they do, and they both mm. have fun together. In this film, Maverick doesn't have that, and he's got to work off someone who's far more. Yeah, who's treating that? Who's treating this scenario in a far more serious way than he yeah. is? And, and that kind of forces Maverick to grow up a bit, so it creates an interesting story arc for him it as does, well. It does because there's a there's a lovely, well, it's a lovely, it's a quite a heartbreaking moment when he gets kicked out of the bar and he's by himself watching everybody having fun, sort of thing. Yeah, remembering how he was exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. now that also the only person he has is Iceman, who is also not in the greatest state of all as well. No. Just kind of shows that there's a you know it, it shows that the film is also tackling that that subject of aging as well. It is aging yeah. and. Losing and losing your comrades as well. Yeah. Um, and, exactly. Yeah. And now also, what? But uh, sorry to to change subject already, but like I think Miles Teller, he looks so much like Goose. He like, does. I keep forgetting. Uh, sorry, I keep forgetting the actor's name who played Goose. Anthony uh, Edwards. Anthony Edwards. He looks yeah. so much like Anthony Edwards. He really does. And he also he moves like him as well. Yeah, he does. Like yeah. the way he just strolls into the bar with mm. his glasses on, with the little porn stash that he has. <laughs> I'm like, come on, bro, 2022 now. We can't we can't be walking around with stashes like that. Yeah. You know. And he goes on the piano and he's playing. And he plays the song. And he plays the song. Yeah. Um, da, 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 I can't remember how it goes. And he sung that as a kid on, on when he was sitting on top of the and piano. Balls of fire. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, and then that's when Ma- Maverick's looking into the bar, Maver- and that's the only time. Which, by the way, is something I found interesting about the film. It's the only real time you see a flashback to the original film is that scene. Yes, which well, is these movies. The problem with these sequels to old movies is they they like to remind you this is a sequel to an old movie. Yeah, the, 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 another film that the film that did that this year was The Matrix Resurrections, mm-hmm. and I would say eighty percent of that film is shots from the old movie. Hey, do you remember that bit that happened? <laughs> Well, that this is it. This bit happened. Yep. Oh, this shot looks a bit like that shot from the previous movie. Let's quickly show you to remind you, it's embarrassing. Mm. And, and and you know, the, the footage 
always looks you know so much lower resolution than the film you're watching it but does. in this movie because this film has an intentional film grain effect clearly on it yeah it blends together perfectly those clips yeah. from the old movie look like they're from this movie yeah and, and that's even, really cool and even when it comes down to the lighting as well because they're kind of like they, they, they recolor graded it yes yeah. they downgraded the contrast a bit yeah which really works. It's, it's, yeah. it's great stuff it, oh, it, it works stuff. really really especially well especially for um the Anthony Edwards and the um, uh, Meg Ryan bits. Mm. Um, I think it, it's, yeah, it's great stuff when there's it's the flashbacks. really, really cool. Yeah, and they only do it like a couple of times. Um, we have Jennifer Connelly. Uh, Jennifer Connelly, yes. Yeah, so that's exactly who I was going to move Playing Penny. Playing Penny, yes. Now, now this is going to sound incredibly dumb. That is not a character we've seen before, right? That's a new character? Or is that... Nope, we have never seen her before. Okay. She's brought into the story as, yes. as apparently an ex-lover. Right. Okay. That brings me on to a problem I have with the movie. Yeah, I want to get on to these problems of yours because... Uh, uh, all right, okay. <laughs> You're fine. Um, sure. Um, actually, okay, no, no, no. We have to talk about the pro. Okay, so Jennifer Connelly, you thought she was good? You thought her performance was yeah, good? Yeah, she was my favourite thing in the film, mm. but I, I, I rather have Maverick be having a love interest than no interest, to be honest, because, you know... But he's that kind of character, isn't he? Indeed, yeah. yes, but I also believed in his um, his romance in the uh, in the original film. I so, did, I did yeah. with with uh, what was her character's name? I'm afraid I can never remember character. Oh Kelly god, character Charlie, or Charlie, Char- Charlotte, Charlotte Blackwood, yeah, Charlotte Blackwood. I was being really stupid because I was thinking, okay, the way they're introducing Jennifer Connelly's character like this, am I missing something? Is she someone from the first movie who I don't remember? I was really confused to begin with mm-hmm. because they were the way they were doing this this kind of introduction to her. Yeah. And now I realise that's not the case. I couldn't remember and I couldn't remember Kelly McGillis's character's name so I thought did they just recast her or something? Because mm-hmm. obviously I don't know. But because um, Kelly McGillis wasn't invited back to do uh, to be in this one. So I thought okay yeah. fine. Um, now Jennifer Connelly for me like as an actor I've, I've never been a fan of her. I've t- you know this. I really? She's no, I think she's incredibly bland. I, I, wow. I think she's a very good actor. Okay. And yeah, I kind of feel that way about her here. She's fine. She's not terrible, but she's just there. She doesn't. Cool. Jennifer Connelly barely emotes. And I don't know what it is in this movie. <laughs> she kind of does, in this movie, she does it that. She's better in this movie. I have to say, this is the best performance I've seen to give for a while. But that's, it's better than Hulk. But it's still not great it's still very monotone that was my first jennifer connelly film oh really mine was the rocketeer you know the uh See, that's what attia said as well oh yeah I to watch this rocketeer film is it is a disney film i think it's disney from the 80s very fun movie yeah. very fun movie Un- grossly underrated cool. but um yeah no i wasn't too fond of her but I, we'll go back to her because that's a big issue i have with the movie and that mm-hmm. you only want to get onto my criticism so we will um but the other characters the other members of this of top gun are there's a really colorful character you've got hangman played by glenn powell mm-hmm. who is essentially what maverick used to be i think in terms of his character i think that's yeah. kind of why there's this but- He's got. Power he's a bit more him. of a. He's got that twenty twenty two dickhead. Do you know what he? He's like. He's like Maverick and Ice. The Ice Man rolled into one, basically. Yeah. From the original movie, that's basically what he is. And he create. He has that dickheaded, egotistical naivety mm. to him. That we all really know. Original. We all know we someone all know who's like this. Like that. We all do. In, but we in all areas know of this work. person's going to get on in life because of how egotistical they are and how good they are. Yeah, because he's very good at what he does. Yep. There's a character in a TV show called Bodies like that. Uh, you know, the Bodies by yeah, yeah, Jim yeah. Curio. I'm not going to go into depth about it. I just want to say that just came to my mind. Uh, and it, it, they up there are people like that who are really good and they know it, mm-hmm. and it can be frustrating. But you let them do it because they are very good. Absolutely. He's fantastic, and he has the best call sign helmet in the world. Hang All the characters yeah. still have their 
They all have their name tags on top, which, by the way, is an ingenious idea of not forgetting who's who. Mm-hmm. So the masks and stuff in the in the in the, in the jet in the jets. Uh, but his he's got hangman on it. They've all all the letters are underlined. He's two got two letters missing. Yeah, fucking genius. I didn't <laughs> even notice that until the end of the movie. So fucking well done there. Well um, then we also have uh, Mon- Phoenix. Oh no, go on. Mon- yeah, yeah. Mon- Monica Barbera. Barbera, yeah, yeah, playing Phoenix. She's the one. Uh, only female member of the squad, I think. Indeed, so. And that's quite, uh, that's something that's a big part of her character. It's not the only part of her character, but she's quite, you know, she basically, it never really, like, it never bothers her. All the other members of the team, const- you know, they're, they're aware of yeah. it, but she's like, I don't care. If anything, Maverick is, is more confident in her because I think she's the second pick no mm. yeah she's the no she's the first pick mm. that he when he chooses the squad to actually go out yes. on the mission yes it is yeah. yes, yes she him is, yeah. and uh coyote or payback payback yeah coyote and payback are quite good i like coyote and payback. The, the, the names are good yeah the names are quite good yeah um and um are we missing any other members core members of top? oh bob can't forget bob oh yeah can't forget oh come bob. on his call sign's bob Come on, and he and his helmet says. I think his helmet says Bob. That's great. I believe played by yeah yeah Lewis Pullman. Lewis Pullman. Yeah. yeah. Um, Related to Bill Pullman. Yes, his dad. Oh yes. really? Yes, oh cool, cool. I thought so. I thought so. Cool. Cool. Um, cool. Just to mention also quickly, uh, John Hamm is in the, in the film. He's very good in he's, this. Great he's, performance. He's just... Ed Harris is it for two seconds. Yeah. I wish he had more of a role. That's the second movie I've seen this year where Ed Harris was wasted. Yeah, in, I, the first being The Lost Daughter. I think so. But, yeah, but John Hamm, he, he still... He John Hamm, but the problem with Ed Harris's character is he's, yeah. he's completely superfluous because he picked John Hamm's character yeah. as he fills that role. I so love, there's no reason for I love it. his call sign. Cyclone. Cy- that, that's John Hamm's character? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cyclone. Fucking good. That's great. Cyclone. Because that, 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 that rolls into the original ones with Viper and Viper, Jester. Yes. Yeah. Like fucking Viper great. played by... That, uh, was Tom's, my, Tom's, Tom, that was Tom Skerritt. Tom Skerritt? Yeah. Who did Michael Ironside play? What was his name? Oh, yeah, he played Jester. Jester. That's yeah, he Jester. plays Jester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, John Stockwell played Cougar. Mm-hmm. Cougar. Barry Tubb was Wolfman. Rick Razovich was Slider. Slider? Slider? Tim Robbins was Merlin. Yes, Tim Robbins wasn't the original. Yeah. Yes, he was. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, back to Maverick. Um, yeah. No, the cast of characters in this film, there's, there's a wide variety of, of characters yeah. in this, which is great. Yeah. Um, let's get on to Val Kilmer. Yeah, do you know what? Yeah, that that we'll, after we've done that, we'll go... Because th- th- this kind of rounds off nicely, mm. like, some of the best parts. Okay, sure. Before we get there, let's let that be the last thing we talk about in terms of scenes-wise. Because really quickly, mm-hmm. the uh, we, we're talking about the things we like about this movie. But just, the, the, just the general intensity of the flight sequences in this film are just unbelievable mm-hmm. like the actual execution of them the way they're shot the way they're done all practically done and the way they sound the, and just how in your face they are they're phenomenal they're absolutely yeah. phenomenal they come I, together so well I think. I think you don't even have to be a film buff to even understand that the the way that this film is crafted is mm. just technically wonderful and it's, it's actually it's, yeah. it's not it hasn't been done yet no no, it hasn't not to this been degree. Yet. No, no. Yeah. I mean, obviously, yes. Actually, in the original most films would do it with green. Screen, in the original though. Top Gun, I actually forgot that they did actually strap cameras to the wings of mm. F eighteen, um, F fourteen jet fighters, mm. and I was like, wow, that's even for then, that's pretty. Yeah. That's pretty impressive because mm. considering the amount of speeds that they're going. And, uh, but even then, that was kind of a constraint almost back then because they couldn't yeah, do it yeah, any yeah. other way because all the close-ups of the actors were all done with the um, not green screen, but the. Uh, Mm. you know what's the, the the projected screen behind them mm, 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 and then yeah. just shaking the cockpit about i mean yeah. good enough for the time really oh yeah but now you've actually got the actors 
in yeah. the cockpits, feeling the G-forces, as well as controlling the cameras. And yeah, control- they've got to fucking sort controlling those things the out. Cam- yeah. yeah, controlling the cameras, controlling the shots, controlling the takes, controlling um, the scene, essentially, because they're going to have to like mm. do the scene and then decide when to cut and then yeah. re- decide when to retake it. And then John uh, Kaczynski... Joseph Kaczynski, jo- John, yeah. John, not John Kaczynski. John Kaczynski. <laughs> uh, Joseph Kaczynski <laughs> only sees the footage when they arrive back at When the they arrive back, yeah. That's, That's how frustrating mad. it would be if, like, oh, those are all <laughs> shit. All right, John, <laughs> off you go, Tom. Back out you go. No, 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 that, that was really good. No. Well, if I was directing that, I'd be fucking frustrated. Because yeah. I'd be like, okay, Tom, one more time. Flower one more time. This is the last... Gone. Tom is the last one. But we haven't got any fuel. Uh, don't fucking do it. Uh, uh, it's, it's dark now. I don't care. <laughs> we'll, we'll do it post. We'll make it light in post. We'll do it again. We'll do it live. <laughs> Fuck it. But, uh, that was a Bill O'Reilly reference. Fucking hell. It was. Um, but basically, um, yeah. Let's get on to the Val Kilmer scene. Because yes. this will round off the whole cast of the film very well. And also yeah. round off the best things I like about the movie. And then we can get on to cool. the things I didn't like. Um, th- yes. When that scene... I knew this was going to be in the movie. Yeah, when that, yeah, we all knew, but how was it going to be done? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I said to my friend Atia, as soon as the scene was finished, I sort of wanted to kind of clap, and I just yeah. said to him, "That was very well handled." Very, very well. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, because yeah, I my was favorite. Like, it was my favorite scene in the movie. Yeah, 100%. and I'm glad that I mean, this is a spoiler review anyway. That we obviously they started off the scene with him typing. Uh, and that was enough. That was enough to hit me emotionally. Yeah, because um, even with no dialogue, Val Kilmer still gets across such a performance yeah. in this scene. And then eventually he does um, speak. And if you haven't seen the documentary Val, I do recommend it. It is fantastic. I haven't seen it. I really want to see it's, it. It's yeah. very, very. Um, That's harrowing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because when you watch the original Top Gun, you see how Val Kilmer was, and even in uh, Batman Forever. I mean, those mm. are the two big roles for me for that he's done. Mm. Um, and then you look at it and then you just see him now and you just think, wow. Yeah. It, you know, it's that Michael J. Fox sort of thing. You know, you, yeah, can't, you watch absolutely. Back to the Future and you just see him now. It's just like, it's crazy. So, um, and I think that's what makes this scene extra uh, hard hitting. It is the fact that they're just, everything they talk about in this film just parallels everything Val Kilmer's going through in real life. Mm. Of course, he suffers from throat cancer. He has been since 2010, but it's progressively gotten worse. And I, well, the, this was, this was all filmed pre COVID. And uh, this was all filmed in sort of 2017, 18. Mm. Um, and he could still talk. He can't talk at all now. Like, I think last year he had his uh, larynx removed. So now he's completely, yeah. he completely can't talk. And hearing him talk, and they explain in the film, they say, even speaking is painful for him now. And again, that was true to life for him as well at the time. So when he does speak in this film, it's it's powerful as anything. Mm. Every single syllable is yeah. is important. And actually, it's this really heartwarming. It's a lovely well. heartwarming because, scene. Because uh, it's actually... This is a lot about the two people, not just the two characters. Yeah, because to, yeah. Tom is sharing the scene with him. Uh, and mm. actually, there's actually a little nice bit of comedy to it as well at the end. Yeah. A nice bit of Don't light heart. Do you know what? Uh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, but there's actually real genuine co- comedy in this film, actually. Yeah, yeah we did say that, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, real yes. laugh out loud moments. There are um, some really funny... There's some really funny, well-delivered moments. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this and this scene definitely... And I think that's good in this scene because it's, it's, it's appropriate given the the two characters i mean it's a very very sad moment but you mm. but you still you need to, to keep the characters 
as they were. Mm. And I think that's great, especially after how they end in the first film. And I think this works so damn well. Yeah. And what's great is, like I said, Tom Cruise spends most of the scene speaking and Val Kilmer just acts through his facial expressions. And Tom Cruise will respond to those. Mm. And you know just through Val Kilmer's performance what he's saying. Yeah. And, and you, don't, you don't need him to speak, but when he does speak, it's incredibly... It's, it's very hard to watch, but also very uh, inspiring as well. It's the best Absolutely. scene in the movie. It's by far my favorite scene in the film. And a lot of people have said that. Mm. And, I'm, and I completely agree. It's such a... But it's not yeah. just in terms of like what it is. It's also amazingly directed. It's phenomenally written. Great performances. Shot really well. It's, it's edited brilliantly. It's such, mm. a good, it's such a good moment. Good morning, aviators. This is your captain speaking. And we're off. Here we go. In three, two, one. We're going into combat on a level no living pilot's ever seen. Not even him. You think up there you're dead. Believe me. My dad believed in you. I'm not gonna make the same mistake. That is the best scene in the movie, so I think that kind of like segues perfectly into some of the like I said, I, I, I have some big issues with this film that do keep it from being as good as everyone's saying it is. Like it's ninety-eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes or whatever, and I it it's a good film. I'm not sure it's quite that good though. And I think it's held back by just a couple of things. Uh, within the story that keep it from being like the movie everyone says it is and we were talking about jennifer Connolly earlier Mm -hmm. and i like i said i'm not particularly fond of her performance i'm not particularly keen on her her acting she's the usual it's this usual jennifer Connolly acting i'm just not overly keen on it but also the character like i said i was a little confused as to whether this character had been mentioned or or met before and that's I'm not a fan of that retroactive writing. Mm-hmm. I don't like it when they write a character, they write all this dialogue like, oh, do you remember that? Oh, do you remember that? Oh, do you remember when we did that? Oh my God, you look so good after I saw you all these years ago. Mm. We've never met this character before. I have no connection to her and I don't feel the connection between her and, and Maverick because I've never met them before. And there's lots of scenes dedicated to the two of them. So I had to admit, I kind of switched off during the yeah. scenes with them because I was like, I don't care. I don't know what your connection is because you're, mm. you're you're telling me how you were connected. You're telling me, oh, we 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 dated years ago. Oh, you're telling me that you have this really big. Oh, you dated and you and you and you had to sneak out of each other's windows or whatever. But I haven't seen that. So it's it's written in a way like this was in a movie mm. in the previous movie. That's why I really yeah. was wondering: is this meant to be the same yeah. character? I get, you I know. get, I get exactly what you mean. But the reason why I don't have that problem is because we do spend enough time with her. So, like, yes, they did all these stuff together, but I'm more focused on what they're doing now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of like. It, <sighs> How can I say this? She has enough screen time to feel a present to have a presence in the film. Like we hate it when we watch movies and we just think, oh, exposition that we don't really think is necessary. But you yeah, know. but no, I totally get what you mean. But for me personally, I felt, you know, I don't know whether her presence was needed in the film, but it was there. And you know, I yeah, thought... for me, she was just, just she was just a love interest, and that's it. Mm. And I and I felt that was yeah. just kind of unnecessary. Yeah, and that's fine. And she it. wasn't well written enough. She wasn't interesting enough as a character to make me 
to justify her being in the film like, like if she was a really interesting character i'd be like yeah do you know what all this retroactive writing all this retrospective writing fine no problem but because she's fairly dull anyway i it doesn't mm. really do it for me so she's not terrible like i said it's one of Connolly's better performances in the last few years but i still just didn't feel it and there's a lot of time dedicated to them uh, I, just yeah, didn't, I just didn't feel like it was necessary at, at, at least if they brought back kelly mcgillis i'd be like I know what their connection was. Like, I believed in that romance in the first movie. So I was like, mm. they brought her back, wrote them like this, fine, because we saw it. But I just felt it was unnecessary. So that yeah. was one big problem I had. But the biggest issue I had by far... Yes, I'm waiting for this. This is my biggest issue by far is pacing. I didn't think it was a very well-paced wow. film. No, I didn't think really? it was paced very well. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, let me think of a big example. Okay, big example, the Val Kilmer scene. So that's a big emotional climax for two main characters right we have the scene it's it's done beautifully well it's somber it's it, it, it's sad but it's heartfelt it's it, it's it's very well delivered mm. it perfectly perfectly perfect tone for the scene it was and then it got straight to that volleyball scene and then all of a sudden it's just Heck. oh 80s rock music oh fun men in their, with their shirts off playing a game it's like two seconds ago we were just talking with Iceman, who's basically He's seriously ill. Why are we now with this instantly? There needed to be at least one more quiet scene in between to really gel those scenes together. Mm. And there's a lot of scenes like that where I just felt we're we're in the cockpits of the jets. Oh, now we're back. We're back with the character-driven stuff. Like in the first movie, it's like... In the first movie, it was always... trans. Those gym room scenes, those changing room scenes were great yep. transitional scenes because you have... You've got the... Uh, sorry, I keep clicking. You've got the jets you're in the jets they're in the cockpits then we're in the changing rooms they're coming out of their of their mm -hmm. uniforms they're getting into their civilian clothes now they're civilians again this movie there wasn't any of that kind of transitional period you're just in the jets and then all of a sudden they're just talking mm. in their civilian clothing again yeah. and their uniforms and, and it just felt <clears> like i don't i don't want to say it felt like two movies because that's really unfair because frankly the, the movies the, the scenes themselves mm. gel well together they just weren't they didn't transition mm. well between each it's other quite funny though and the tone's very up and down like there'd be this, the weirdest scene for me was towards the end where um, the Maverick and Rooster meet up again after they've just, you know, crashed in the snow. Uh, and um, and then all of a sudden they're doing that weird, awkward back and forth dialogue and all that weird... I don't know, it kind of reminded me of Star Trek, J.J. Abrams' Star Trek with that kind of weird... weird they, they, they start running and they're like, oh, we're running now, we're running. I was like, oh yeah, this is really weird. It was deadly serious about five seconds ago why are we now doing this and like mm. i said it was just it didn't blend together very well mm. and that was my biggest problem with the film because it felt like that through the whole movie i felt it was just a little bit disjointed here and there it wasn't enough to like i said it was not enough to make ruin the film it really wasn't because mm. like i said it the scene the individual scenes work beautifully on their own but i just felt like it didn't transition well and sometimes it would just be a bit kind of oh we're now we're now in a serious moment okay oh now we're in a fairly comedic moment mm -hmm. okay now we're in a, a really fast paced moment when just a few minutes ago it was very seconds ago it was very slow and somber it's like yeah tra transition a bit more that's all we need that's all we need that was my biggest issue with the film i felt and okay. therefore that added to the runtime i think because there were some very long scenes like particularly the jennifer connelly scenes felt very long and then those part and, and that, that added to the runtime it's half an hour longer than the original and i just felt i felt the runtime is what i'll say it felt like a long movie i have to say definitely based on those couple of moments i think um i don't know what you want no, about no fair, en no, fair yeah, enough I fair enough no. <laughs> um basically my experience was after 
the Dark Star bit at the beginning, I had to pee. Oh. I had to pee, right? And I don't go for a pee. You didn't go before the movie? No. Well, I did. You did, and you just need to go again. Yeah, I hate it. I fucking hate it. I just had an extra load. Yeah, I really hate it. I stuck to it. I held and held and held it. And to be honest, I totally forgot. I totally forgot about it. Fair enough. I thought. I thought it was paced very good. It's a hundred. Sorry, it's with, two with, hours with, and with ten credits. Minutes. It's one hundred and thirty-one minutes, apparently. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and for two me, hours and eleven minutes. For me, it felt like an hour and forty-five. No, fair enough. I, I yeah, I think it, like, for me, it was it was. I am in a complete. Fine. I'm in a complete minority on my thoughts. There's literally everyone, <laughs> I've, everyone I've spoken to like about it because I've, I've messaged quite a few people because I saw it today. I, literally saw it today. I thought because I think also with to do with the action scenes as well being so fast-paced as in. Not like pacing in terms no, of no, no, fast time, as in, but as in yeah. just fast movement wise. I never felt it to be slow at all in scenes. Um, I felt the slow moments when I, the slow moments had to be slow, the fast moments had to be fast. Um, specific, I love the cutting away when they're trying to recreate the mission that they're going to be doing at the end of the film. And yeah, they, and they keep cutting away like a little montage of them failing the mission, failing sort of and then talking yeah, about the other. That's better. Then, well, funnily enough, see, that's what I was just in terms of storytelling wise. Well, see, funnily enough, that's weird for me because for me, I found that wasn't very well conveyed. Well, okay, at first, once I realized what they were doing, I was like, because they were what they're doing is they're discussing it, and then you see them actually partake what they did. Yeah, it's 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 again, it's that retroactive kind of um uh delivery of how they're doing it. Yeah, and I have to admit, at first, I was like, what what's happening? So when when Maverick's going like, okay, dead, why are you dead? Okay, yeah, exactly. Dead. Why are you dead? I was, uh, first few seconds, I was like, okay, well, because uh, the editing in that particular scene wasn't very good. But then, like I said, once I realized, I was like, ah, oh, it makes sense. Oh, I really, I, I really I, enjoyed how they did that, actually. Because mm. obviously in the first Top Gun, they were very limited to what they what, Yeah, they, what they, they didn't do. have a lot of... But no, obviously no, with this, no. with Tom Cruise as well, yeah. and we know how meticulous he is at planning out these sequences. Yeah, yeah. So he's probably, this shot, this shot, this film is probably shot with a storyboard for every single piece of dialogue, to be honest. So how, yeah. how can that marry up with the action scene? Mm. so probably that's yeah they had that probably intended um, yeah yeah and also with flight times and stuff because i'm assuming because of lighting reasons they would have to shoot most of the action scenes on that day when the, when the sun was in the correct position of the and sky. at the same time with all the actors at once so that yeah. the lighting would match so that they're all in the same scene together and stuff mm-hmm. they could just film them all separately yeah so yeah. From, from that perspective like the, the it I yeah I no I completely get what what they were going for like yeah. throughout the whole film uh, but yeah it just had those little points that I just felt could have been just tweaked a bit but it's still out of you know this was my eighty fifth film of the year and out of eighty five <laughs> films it's twenty three on my list so it's very high in terms of quality yeah I've been I slacking just, I've know. been really slacking this year well what number was it was Top Gun. Uh, so you Top, saw that so Top Gun is my second favorite film of the year that I've seen so far. Well, I was I was tempted I was tempted to put it at number one as soon as I got out of it, but I was like, wait, 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 yeah. wait, just relax, really think about it, mm-hmm. and then I did, mm-hmm. and I was like, no, this is going number two because I really enjoyed my number one, um, <laughs> and I, that's literally only out of like nineteen films. Yeah, I was going to ask how many in twenty twenty two. Pathetic this 19 year. Films. I've just had no time, honestly. I've had no mm. time, which is not. I'm still a film fan, obviously, yeah. but when I come home now, I just don't want to watch new films. I just want to watch stuff that i already know and you mm. know just be comfortable and whatever no i get that because if you watch i'd rather have a day you're... i'd rather have a day or an event or go to a yeah. cinema to actually go watch a new film now it's really it's really bizarre i think i'm spoiled now because covid's over now that we can just go to the cinema yeah just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah i agree anyways yeah, yeah. um yeah 
overall overall score for you if you want to do scores yeah so we've got we've got we've gotten to the that was that was kind of everything wasn't it that really? was a, yes I, I said to you this is an easy film to like and to talk about because it's just good. i mean we probably didn't cover everything but you know what it, it, you just need to see it yeah. it's, it's a it's it, a very it's a very simple i was gonna say simplistic not simply that sounds rude simple film with a really a very easy to follow plot but you know what it, it's done in such a way that yeah there are many many people can enjoy this like i said i saw it with my whole family today i saw it with my mum, dad uh nan and granddad and all of them loved it yeah all really enjoyed it i think i think they all enjoyed it more than me actually mm. i think i was the one who enjoyed it the least but like i said i still really enjoy it it's a film Jeff, definitely for the generations i can see kids, definitely i can see kids the audience this. was so varied in the screening yeah. today there were so many people there were some teenagers in there a couple of younger uh, uh, teenagers uh, but there were also some um, there were also some older people in there, mm. some adults, yeah. lots of hugely gonna, varied audience. You have everybody. It's such a good film. It's just good. It's it, just, it, it, it's it's just good. good. Yes, it's very good. I thought it was very good. My overall, uh, yeah, uh, I suppose my final verdict for Top Gun Maverick. It it sounds you won't like the sound of this, but I mean this. It probably a seven out of ten. I know I'll probably insult you, but it is seven out of ten. That, but that means great to me. A seven out of ten film is it great. Gave me a little shiver, but it's fine. I was expecting it. Um, it's closer to an eight than a six. One hundred percent. I'm giving this a nine point five. Nine point five. Shit. That's crazy. Um, to conclude this uh, episode or this review, yeah. what would your call sign be, or what would my call sign be? Because I have a call sign for you. Okay. What? Now, just, you, a, rem- you told now, me just a just a reminder. A call sign is the is the thing is the nickname that they gave themselves, like Maverick and Goose, and so on and so forth. Well, do, so, do they give themselves it, or is it other people? Well, I, I think, think it could be it could be Atti, either, can't it? My mate Atia, he said that they base it on the personality or traits, or they give it to you in the military yeah. to kind of be like I don't know. It could be fictional, just for the movies. Uh, so I've got one for you. I thought about it. I thought about it for a long time, and I what? think it's perfect. What? Go on, tell me. Onion. <laughs> Why? Hey, onion, fall back. <laughs> Do you know what? It sounds all right, why. though. It sounds like it works. Onion. Yeah. Onion. Why onion? I don't know why. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, li- I, I, I like it. Okay. Well, if I make a. If we do a Top Gun 3. Yeah. And if we make it, and then we'll be in it, I'll be onion. Or we could do a Top Gun spoof with the style of disaster movie exactly. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Onion. No, we will not be making style of disaster movie. Don't make it. Don't make a movie Wait. like disaster movie. So we've lost Maverick. We lost Goose. Who have we got left? Well, we got Onion. He's in reserves. It's just like one of those comedy ones. Like, uh, yeah, you know, like uh, we lost Maverick. We lost Iceman. Who have we got left? Onion. I'm trying to think what yours would be. Um. Uh. Mm. No, no, no! I just, haven't, I just haven't thought of one for you yet. Um, Bring it on, bitch! I, I can't think of one at the moment. <laughs> I, just can't think I of thought of one. It's because yet. everybody used to. Oh god! Everybody used to get my name wrong in school. Called me Ryder. Ryder. You know, be, sounds alright. Ryder. I don't know. Uh, of course, I'm Ryder. But you can give me a stupid one like and the coconut or something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> coconut. Where are you? <laughs> oh no, he's cracked. Um, he's not falling off the tree. He's spiraling out of control. I think Ryder works really Rider. well, you know? I like Ryder. I, th- I think that really works. Ryder yeah. and Onion. Ryder and Onion. <laughs> the need for speed and Ryder and Onion. <laughs> if we were doing our um, five-minute movie game, we're not, we're, not, we're not going to tonight no. because it's late. But if we were thinking of doing it, yeah, that'd be good. A Ryder, Top Gun, Ryder and Onion. <laughs> that, that, that would be quite a good spin-off type. Top Gun, Ryder and Onion. They could do a Top Gun cinematic universe. Who knows? But anyway, All that right. was good. We haven't done a 
little review like that in a while. How long was that? It was about an hour, wasn't it? An hour and seven minutes. I can count it down. Wow, that's actually... Uh, yeah, but that, that, that's surprising because we, we always go way further than that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, simple. This is an easy movie. That's mm-hmm. an easy movie to talk about. All right, well... That was the 2325 film cast. That was our review of Top Gun, of Tom Cruise, Joseph Kosinski's Top Gun Maverick. Uh, this was Daniel Friedloss, call sign Onion. This is Riyad Ali, call sign Ryder. <laughs> uh, uh, see, see you on the other side. Someone's not coming back from this. Those are your pilots. Anything happens to them. You will never forgive yourself. No turning back now. Come on! Jeez! Having any fun yet?